You're listening to the Sauropod. I'm Finn Risley, and this is Rock Block. I was driving around, listening to my radio. Oh, wondering if my favorite tune was as good as gold. There was something old, there was something new, something borrowed, something blue, and they had some tricks like guitar licks. What's up, rockers? Welcome to a beautiful edition of Rock Block, where we methodically and objectively tear apart your favorite songs. I thought that was good, Kathy. No, it's not. It's a crappy song. It was very popular, but I do not like it. All right. So today, uh, I always say we have a very special show, but we do. Everyone, we usually do themes. We've got different people on here. Um, Today, this is going to be, the theme is drugs. So songs referencing drugs, uh, whether that song, whether they're on drugs, I don't know. There's drugs in there, you know? Um, Again, I hate that we have to put warnings on stuff, but here we are. We're not advocating drug use. We're just saying when used properly, they can be a tool to very, very good songs. So let's meet. Oh, my gosh. I just realized this. And maybe correct me if I'm wrong. All three of you have played in the same band correct am i okay at well, the same time at the same time right yeah. we all yep. share a stage or at least a a bill of course together. we did oh yeah was, oh, was oh, it justin four justin was there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. christmas at the christmas next, at max. next bar yeah yeah i got, okay, I got yeah. the photos mm-hmm. oh my god i thought photos. so yeah, yeah they are hilarious uh, i'd love to see those up. please yeah i'll dig yes. them up yes please Perfect. Well, this is going to work really well then because we can see maybe there'll be some differing opinions and we'll get a real, a good insight into why you guys just did not, uh, why, why the band yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it continues to fail. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, we fail. Up. Yeah, we fail. up. Uh, we fail each other up. Tom used to be in a band called flat, but you remember that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I used to say this band. <laughs> that was, like, wait, do, are, are, did we break up? <laughs> Is this how he's telling me? And then tw- ten seconds later, it's like, "Come on up, Aaron, let's sing." Um. Anyways, are we introducing ourselves? Yeah, yeah. So you go first. I am the uh, I am the founder and lead singer of the band Flatfoot. Um. <laughs> nothing. I mean, that's Aaron, right? But um. No, it's just I. I like. We're it. just. Yeah, I'm just no, happy to be associated with you. My name is Tom McCartan, and I am very excited to talk about some sweet tunes and drugs. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, Aaron Bales looking for a lot of sweet releases today. Justin here, and uh, Aaron, if you play your cards right, I'll give you that sweet release. Good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so. Yeah, Finn. I tried to get high for this show. I was going to do whippets, and then I just ended okay. up eating a bunch of whipped cream. So I'm full <laughs> and very sober. 
nice. Yeah, kind nice. of, yeah, maybe a little groggy. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday, I'm just like, I'm drinking coffee. Yeah. Look at that. I'm drinking <laughs> diet. I'm drinking diet seven up. No, seven up zero. Drinking pancake batter. You're drinking pancake batter, and I'm drinking sparkling water from a very tiny glass. Oh, yeah, I weird. noticed that earlier. I was like, is he doing shots of grog? I know, that's what I thought. Yeah, I feel like a giant. liqueur. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, let's get yeah, it let's is, get it's to really it. really awesome, dude. <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> that's a really awesome. Let's get to the wheel. Spin that motherfucker. <laughs> All right, I'm where's it right. going to land? Boxcars, boxcars, come on. Go. Hello, looks like we've got something from the old category, something old, and it is off the 1991 album Blood Sugar Sex Magic, Red Hot Chili Peppers Under the Bridge. from rhcp initial thoughts anyone go <laughs> it's a it's a stone cold classic let I mean, me ask you guys this question sorry thought, yeah. i asked you to to tell me what you thought of it but i have a very uh what do you think the word one of the phrase kisses the windy means yes yes kisses, kisses me when kisses at wendy's oh okay okay kisses <laughs> at wendy's and i don't i think sense. we all know what that means yep that's true uh, all right yeah. <laughs> frosties chocolate frosty with the hershey's kiss in there yeah dip your fries <laughs> in there Ooh, that's good this song for me has like weird i have a weird connection to it because it's a song that like um when i was in middle school uh this song pearl jam jeremy stone temple pilots uh plush mm -hmm. were like the first like three songs that i remember like because before that i was really into like old like oldies and stuff like what mm -hmm. my parents listened to and like yeah. pop music that was on the radio those are the songs that i remember hearing in like 
liking of my own accord, like be, like being gave me that like tingle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your generation. And, and I got I got core Pearl Jam core no Pearl no Stumble Pilots core Pearl Jam whatever record that is ten and Qu- ten. Queen greatest hits were my first th- three CDs that I got. And I played the I played the played them like crazy. I never got Blood Sugar Sex Magic because sex was in the title and I wasn't allowed to have it. Yeah, um, would not approve. But Frank Salheimer had it, um, so we listened <laughs> to that a lot. But I remember that song was always on the radio, and yeah. it being like it being like a re- like a really popular, like just being like sort of everywhere all the it's time. Ubiquitous. That image yeah. of Anthony Kiedis running, yep, yeah, yep. slow motion. And his like packs are like kind of like moving or whatever. It'll always just be burned in my mind, yeah. and he's running. So that was yeah. One of the things I wanted to get into was the video because it was directed by Gus Van Sant. Oh, okay. okay. Um, That's the only part of that video that I remember. Yeah, me too. If you go back and look, it kind of starts out with uh, what's his name, John Fushante, kind of doing his oh yeah yeah very nineties yeah, yeah, yeah. look on a pedestal or something, and then it goes into at the end with him just blade running with his hands yeah. open, tight blade <laughs> hands running yeah. with the background being the like a nuclear bomb was just set off. Oh yeah, right. right but right. isn't it he's during just, the um like oh, he's running down the California River. Yeah, right. yeah, like in LA, like the 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 canal, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. But in the in the verses, he's doing like a walk and talk, right? Where he's wearing like a t shirt and he's just walking down a sidewalk. Yeah, some oh, shops yeah. or whatever. It's just like very LA. Hey, what's up, yeah, uh, small yeah. business owner guy? Exactly. <laughs> but I never like I never got into that song. Like it was never like Blood Sugar Sex Magic or like that song were never like heavy rotation like songs for me. Like mm-hmm. I didn't I remember not really getting blood sugar sex magic because it was like all that it was real funky like yeah. and i just wasn't there yeah. yet i was like how old i was like 10 or something like that you yeah. know i don't know and, oh this music is scary like i don't this know what's is- happening who are these people you know, like- <laughs> this is a good crossover for them who you know for for an audience who doesn't like power funk or whatever the you know yeah. whatever they're called that like- was like their last funk record then they went they were like oh under the bridge is people and like they just that. made that yeah over Only and over again that song yeah. for the rest of time or whatever right. but which is you know it's yeah right. no i mean and um tissue and weird like yeah i have weird memories of this song that are all like very specific and one of them was being in Kevin Kerbrat's bedroom in middle school and that song being on the radio, him play or no, he played it. And he was like trying to get me to guess what the, they were saying in the chorus. Like I didn't know like what the song was. Cause and like, just kept, I kept, kept guessing and I had no idea. And then he finally told me, he was like, Oh, okay. I get a crazy it. game. That's not even a game. Yeah. That's- like, what are they saying? And I had no idea. And then another cut to like 10 years later, this memory that I have of sitting in freshman year Abbott Hall dorm room with that guy, that kid, Kevin. Remember Kevin? Also named Kevin. Whoa, weird. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh. The guy named Kevin that was in plays? We won't say his last no, name. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. Was this, was okay, this cla- classy about. Kevin? Classy Kevin, yeah. Classy, classy Kevin. Kevin. Same like reason a, why I like never... a martini shaker why, and all that. Also like... why I never use straws. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, yeah, I was, me, at a, I was at a restaurant with him once, and he was like, "Don't use straws, dude. You look like an idiot." And I was like, yeah. "Oh," and I never used them ever since. I'm yeah. like, just and, and, and but he uh, he had he was a uh, he played bass, and we would jam together. And I remember le- having to learn the guitar to under the bridge, so like we could play oh. it. So yeah, and for like so for like two weeks of my life, I knew how to play 
like that the, song the, or whatever the intro and all that yeah 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 and wow. i still kind of remember it like i yeah. still like every once in a while i'll do it and well, the, doing that before youtube especially oh there was tab was like okay. yeah. um and and uh and the uh the other thing was that th like for some reason god why was it it was like recently i got really into it and i can't remember why i'll remember at some point but i went into this rabbit hole this like internet rabbit hole about that song and i found the um it might have been about because i was reading about john Frusciante. Oh, 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 I remember why. Because there was just in the news recently the like the original, 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 original guitar player for the Red Hot Chili Peppers died. Hello, Slovak. Oh, no, 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 no. Or Hello Slovak, yeah. Yeah, not Hello Slovak. So the original, I forget his name. He like wasn't on any, I think he was on like maybe like the first record or something. But I read this interview with Anthony Kiedis talking about all like the guitar players or whatever, and he refers to he referred to when they played under the bridge on Saturday night live when it was really popular. So like 91 or whatever, and how like fucked up John Frusciante yeah, was yep. and how like, it was like a mm. huge, that's when they kicked him out they kicked him out of the band basically because of that. And if you go back and watch it, John Frusciante is just playing like, and I think he just talks about it. He's like, he just played like this dissonant, like, whatever like it wasn't the yep. song like he just like was doing this experimental wow. like and he was like topic. yelling the chorus parts like he was yeah. like instead of like singing the backup it's yeah. a crazy video oh. if you want like look it up it's on youtube yeah. and he just is trying to sing at the beginning and he's just staring at him like you can tell he's like trying to like get in the rhythm and like he's just like what are you doing and he was really really mad and so they kicked him out of the band and so i like wow it just was like really into that and i saw you put it on here i was like oh my god under the bridge it's back yeah i, I just had uh maybe a couple months ago i had a time because i i never had that record but you know you couldn't avoid it no and, yeah um i i enjoyed it at the time although i was definitely in that like listening to my parents generation stuff but mm -hmm. um yeah i went through and listened to the just listened to the whole thing Part of it was actually in line at the bank at a drive, like the drive-through, you know, at the bank, which is like maybe the not the coolest place to. What's that? Yeah, with the pneumatic yeah, exactly. tubes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you know, couldn't go inside, but I had something I could do online. But you know, which maybe isn't the most rock and roll place to listen to music <laughs> in, in line at the bank. But you know, that's sure. but yeah. That that whole record is. There, it was one of those where so many of the songs where I didn't necessarily know the title, but like, like Mellowship oh. Slinky and B Major. What about Suck My Kiss? Suck My Kiss. Suck My Kiss. Give it away now. Give it away. Give it away. That was another one that, that like, was when the that was on, yeah. that was in heavy rotation on MTV. And also had like the Weird Al Flintstones one, right? Yeah. That was the yeah, like, Why is everybody going to keep it like the Kaiser? Yeah. And like, I just remember watching it and just being like, what is what who are these people what that's a is crazy this? video they're all wearing yeah, like, like glittery like body paint right yeah yeah, yeah. Like, what is horns? this yeah yeah they definitely had a very interesting aesthetic and we you know they went for it you can say that they did sock on cock you know that was a huge <laughs> they were real uh, pro body they, they yep. had, a, yeah. Yeah. had their yeah. shirts off if yeah. you have your shirt off you're probably either in the red hot chili peppers <laughs> or you're a fan of the red hot chili peppers <laughs> yeah well where was point break in all this was this they, they were in point Ooh, break pretty close before this came out 
right? Um, Point when Break is, is like yeah. 92, 93, maybe. Oh, so this was after this is, that. Yeah. No, that was after. That oh, was after okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. But one surely influenced the other. I'm, sh- I'm oh, sure. Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah. Like, Point Break is like the blood sugar sex magic of movies. Yeah. It is. <laughs> completely. <laughs> completely. <laughs> Oh, they were also in a little movie called The Chase, I believe, with Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah, Sheen. I love that like, movie. Flea and oh, Andy. Yeah, yeah they were, were like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of course, Flea was in The Big Lebowski. It's the Nihilist, right? Yeah. And he was also Marty McFly's oh. foil. A needle. Oh, yeah, Needles. Part two and three. That's right. That's, wow. Um, what a charmed look, existence. Thespians. The, also, re- the yeah, Chili's are a bunch of yeah, thespians. Not and, to and get... Oh, yeah, go ahead. an elf. Yeah, the drummer was on SNL, and he did. He was. Uh, um, He's funny. That dude, Anchorman. Is funny. Really yeah, funny. he did that yep. thing with Will with Will Ferrell on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Right, they had a, the drum off. What? Uh, I don't know. Who's, Chad, Chad Smith and Will Ferrell no. had a. Yeah, we're talking about the drummer who won the, the Mark Twain what, Prize for what, uh, what, 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 comedy, American humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was on SNL. He did the cheerleader sketch. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one yeah. with the, the chaperones he's, where they're playing the keyboard and singing at the, the school dances and all yeah, that. Yeah, he's in the yeah. hot tub. He's sexy. <laughs> yeah. Although he always makes to, people laugh. To break the, the illusion here, I did also another YouTube call. YouTube. Uh, there's a sweet YouTube video of Chad Smith at uh, like a, I don't even know what it would be, but it's like a performance, but it's just like him doing a performance and he's like at the drum kit. And it's like a Q&A kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. It's like yeah. real like low quality and he's like playing the new... He's like thinks he's cool, and then somebody's like, "I'm just like, yeah, Will Ferrell, like from the audience or whatever." And he just like gets up, he's like, "Fuck you!" He storms off, like he gets Ooh. really mad, like it's awesome. Yeah, it's oh, really. Did, all right, so why I are you gonna you say that, right? man? Why are you gonna say that? Like, are you, you know, teasing like, me uh, before or not? Have you seen the one where he and Will Ferrell are actually having the drum off? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. Birmingham, we right? Uh, Birmingham, Michigan. Chad Smith. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, yeah. So Anthony there's two chilies from you. Yeah, Grand Rapids, right? His at least his dad. I know people would talk about his dad, who I don't know that he sees much, but his dad was a fixture at Grand Rapids shows back in the day, and he'd be just like sort of hanging out in the back, apparently, like just <laughs> any, any show. It's like, yeah, that's Anthony Kiedis' dad. Like, oh, interesting. Weird. What a weird. Yeah. This yeah, Kiedis is pa. You're yeah. like, hmm, uh. play it. You better play it right tonight, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk. Um, uh, can we talk production? Like listening to this earlier today, I was kind of uh, struck by how clean it sounds and how oh, yeah. contemporary yep. it sounds. This Rick Rubin, right, on the ones Rick and Rubin, twos. Yep. Oh, really? Sounds, oh, yeah, that makes sense, so man. Good. It's amazing. It does sound amazing. The whole record yeah. does. Yeah. And, and I will say, production, like pr- production slash arrangement. This was not to get too nerdy or whatever, but as we're all guitar players, yeah. this was learning this song was the first time I learned that you could play a D chord like that. Like it's like the C shape, but on um, mm. two frets where oh, you like bar yeah, yeah. That's that yeah. whole riff, dude. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like it's all just that. Yeah, it's like, a oh, beautiful part. Yeah, no, oh, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, and really, like the whole the whole way the dynamics and the energy and all that builds, and it gets just wild. The, the I mean, backing vocals at the end, the, yeah. the heavenly chorus, the high pitch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So okay then. We're What's all up? sitting here jizzing over under the bridge. How come? How there's still something about it that sucks, though, right? There's still it's still a just song that demands ridicule, oh, right? Yeah, I, I mean, mean the whole like. You think you so? Know, Is it too? Uh, there's something divide. ridiculous. It's just freestyle it. poetry, and it's yeah. like shut up. I don't yeah. need that. Like, 
And apparently he was like, he wrote it about when he was homeless, living under the bridge. Yeah. Right. And here, okay. I, thought I, believe, right? I thought he was writing about going to score drugs under the bridge. And like, that was the Probably, low point. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. He yeah. Said, well, okay. Oh, we split hairs here, Aaron. Yeah. All right. Well, it was something about he pretended to be, oh, I've, something about like, he's, he pretended to be the fiance of one of these guys' sister or something to somehow be able Allowed to, under the bridge. Yeah, like to buy and, and use with them. <laughs> so, yeah, something about that, which didn't quite make sense to me. Like, were they uh, like, hey, you look like so-and-so. Yeah, that's that sounds like a dangerous move. Well, I also think it's weird that the, uh, being being allowed to go under the bridge is like an exclusive right. They're going to turn people away. What? You've got to know somebody to get in there, man. Yeah, stay in LA, right? I don't know. Finn, what's, what's the deal? Is that... I'm starting to call into question if Anthony Kiedis ever was under the bridge. Wow. Yeah. Why? Like maybe if, if because that's, that would blow the lid off of this. Whole right. Problem. Never been there. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it comes out it's years later. This whole career was built Never on went being down under there. the bridge. Yeah. Exactly. Because oh, there's talk about what people trying to figure out what bridge it is and using different clues from like his autobiography and stuff like that. And there's a couple of different bridges that people say it could be. You know, there's a cottage industry and bridge trutherism. <laughs> okay, of course. Interesting. So, why do you why do you think maybe he didn't go under the bridge? Me? What leads you to yeah, you said maybe he didn't. I don't why know. Do with with all the confusion of, of the stories that he's told about being under the bridge, it's like we don't really have a clear answer of that. I think I, I would uh, let me just let me let me let me say this. I think I would I was you muddied the waters. Well, muddied the waters a little bit there. I think Aaron okay. seems to know a lot more about this than okay. I than I do. So, <laughs> I think. so he's back under the bridge. He's under the bridge. Yeah, okay. he's definitely under Fine. the bridge. We so, just don't know which bridge. Finn, real quick, since you are yeah. formerly of California, you know, yeah. you're married to a Californian. How are the Chili Peppers, who I think the rest of America views as very Californian, mm -hmm. how does California view the Red Hot Chili Peppers at this point? Can you speak for the largest state in the union? Please? Yeah, I wish yeah. you would from, from Ferndale, Michigan, please. Um, that's a good question. I think when I think about the red hot chili peppers and I asked my wife this because she obviously grew up in California she kind of grew up in the desert. So she wasn't just, you know, isolated to LA. Um, she says that nobody in California likes them, that it's just like, I think she might be projecting a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's hyperbole a little bit, but she's just like, it's weird that they're from California and nobody like around, like none of her friends, um, friend base. She was in a band. She's toured, like said that they like were influenced by the red hot chili peppers or liked or listened to them. I am going so far. I believe that they're only a Midwest band. Like it's I really feel like only the Midwest mm -hmm. likes him. I cannot see the South rocking out. To red hot chili peppers it's really hard to get anybody on the record to admit to liking the red hot chili peppers yet yeah. i think everybody does like you know what i mean it's one of those things where a lot a lot of people i don't like oh, red hot chili peppers suck man but then it's like you get us on a podcast yeah, we're talking like, about under the bridge and we're like this was the beautiful tone heard. yeah right like you know, I, I think, think and they have that because like they got then they got a bunch of so because the one of the other thing about the red hot chili peppers is that they were like an underground like punk band yep. vibe kind of thing and then they got time super famous became yeah. like yep. a mega like stadium rock band or whatever rick rubens basically said i can take that crap and make it into something that makes sense 
You know what I, I mean? And like, I think you guys are so they, amazing musicians. Like, let's figure this out. Right. So I think they ended up alienating a lot of people mm. on both sides because of those. You know what I mean? It's like like the people who are like, oh, like, well, keep your own like the Red Eye Chili Peppers. You know, they're too like big or whatever. Like, you know, fuck Californication and all that stuff or whatever. And then at the same time, the other people who are like, I don't know, maybe they're too oh, better melodies and he's not yeah. rapping so much or something like that. Yeah, right. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're getting more. Well, I think the Red Hot Chili Peppers in themselves as a band, the band is a rock blocker suite release. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just oh, this yeah. song. It's like the mm. band as it's yeah. in its whole. It's like, is this a rock block band or is this a sweet release band? Yeah, I know. That's a tough call. Yeah. I mean, like, would you would you go see the Peppers? Have you seen the Peppers? I've seen them. Was it? How, how was the show? So I saw him at Pine Knob in I think 1999. Mm-hmm. With good year to see him. It was uh, a right tour, right? Californication, or was yeah. that on? No, it was that it was. I think it was 99. It might have been 2000. It was um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Stone Temple Pilots double mm. double uh-huh. bill. And uh, what they were doing was they were alternating who headlined. Mm-hmm. And so on the show that I saw. <laughs> um, Stone Temple Pilots or Red Hot Chili Peppers headlined and Stone Temple Pilots played first or whatever. And the St- Stone Temple Pilots blew them out of the water. Really? Oh my God. Okay. It was that surprises not me. even, I mean, it was like, they were so much better as a band. Mm-hmm. Like, but really? it was because the music is different. Like, so Stone yeah. Temple Pilots like rock a lot harder. Yeah, and they did their, like Zeppelin three, acoustic set in the middle and then they went back to rocking like really hard and then yeah. something red hot chili peppers come out and the guy's like <laughs> you know what i mean like right. doing his rap it was just like didn't work like it just didn't huh they were not they weren't it's like uh like when we saw um when we saw that stars festival and the rolling stones had to play after acdc <laughs> yeah. it's like right. the rolling stones are awesome but right. when you have to play after acdc you sound mm-hmm. like bunch of little girls no offense to little girls but like you know what i mean just as it it's not the same like you know what yeah. i mean he's like a rainbow you know what i mean after just like yeah, just yeah. tore just, the faces off a half a million stp is i mean to me that's a butt rock band you know that's crazy <laughs> yeah like they're they're not actually Good, but they're oh, fun. Sometimes. Oh, but man. No, STP. They're like the they're like the the distilled essence of other good bands. Like they're they're just yeah, nah, dude. I like, that. Oh, I like it. Yeah, man. I agree. That's I agree. Some the drums, dude. He pounds hard. You, you, you haven't sure. have listened to the records. There's, there's other drummers too. Yeah, there's no like, way. Drummers yeah. are good. Like the I, bass play playing, the, the, the guitar know, parts. Whatever. Man, that shit is like yeah. Insane. The DeLeo brothers yeah. are they're yeah, good. Sure, they're good at what they do, and the songwriting is great. Nobody was writing stuff like that. Like a lot of the stuff that's pretty kind of weird. Like that, they, yeah. yeah, some of it really holds up too. Did you I mean, never like, have a moment with purple? <laughs> like you never got into like the mattress? No, come on. Like, no, <laughs> Is this an ad? <laughs> um, purple. Well, yeah. What about Interstate Love Song? That's the best song of the nineties. Yeah. No, come on, it's get out of here song. with that. It's that's one of the best. Thin. It's, it's one of the greatest five. songs of all time. Yeah, it's like, I mean, that that riff is. Good, but then Scott Scott Whelan, like he he does his he does his thing. Scotty, excuse me, Scotty Whelan. <laughs> like if he didn't sing on that song, it might be better. I don't know. Like if you what? you take that riff and give it to someone else, you're crazy. crazy. <laughs> but we're not here to that's talk about it. Right? <laughs> that's nuts. That's nuts. And actually, I've gotten in arguments. There's a friend of mine 
who we have literally gotten into screaming matches with each other about Stone Temple Pilots versus Soundgarden. And mm. to where like just it's gotten personal and na- and like mean mm-hmm. and like people get legitimately upset. So you're yeah. picking STP over Soundgarden? Oh yeah. Really? No yeah. Ooh. I mean, I think it's a close, it's a close race, yeah. but I think Chris Cornell, man, like the voice. Yeah, yeah. All right. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's, I, a lot of, there's a lot of people we'll do on, out later. on the voice that have good voices too. Yeah, exactly. Demi Lovato can sing great. <laughs> All right. You know, <laughs> she can. Okay. I think we've said enough about yeah. red hot chili peppers. We get their vibe. We understand under the bridge. It's a drug song. We get all that good stuff. Let's go around and uh, vote. So Tom sweet release or rock block. Yeah. Under the bridge is a sweet release. All right. Aaron sweet release. Yeah. And I also sweet release. I never go out of my way to listen to it, but if it's on, I'm not turning it off. Yeah, it's, one, yeah. it's one of those songs that I don't know if I've ever put it on specifically, It's too but I've heard it annoying. thousands of times. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Cool. but it's yeah yep. classic i agree uh never have put it on however it's a sweet release Sweet release. every time it's on the radio i'm like you know what? this is a freaking good song right hot chili pippers figured it out one time mm-hmm. for us when those drums drop yeah that's great dude the that's kick, is, the kick sounds yeah. amazing on that track all right we're gonna spin the wheel for the next one da, 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 da. Uh, something new Mm. so we've got uh, so that's in the last 10 years looks like we have courtney barnett's 2013 single avant gardner australia's finest yes grows truer and truer with time oh brother oh man so that's some new music um what do we think tom you're shaking your head no yeah i'm sure that that was coming from you no 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 what he was put in the chat can i hop Uh, in on this first (laughs) yeah 
I think, hands down, this is the best song ever written about an asthma attack. Uh, is it about an asthma attack? Be a, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know but she references it two inhaler, but... I mean, it's, yeah, it took me two listens to figure it out, but I... Uh, I what about yeah, Barely Breathing by Duncan Sheik? I wondered about that, too, but... <laughs> yeah, I think that could, be, that could be in that category. Yeah. Uh, no, I... It's, look, I mean, so... This is one of those, it's I'm of a couple different minds about this. So bear with me, you know, but it's like, uh, it sounds, it sounds good. I mean, it, it's, it's definitely like got a lot of things that I like in it. It's a rock song, but it's also like one of those rock songs that comes from the, the velvet underground school, the Lou Reed mm-hmm. yep. school or mm-hmm. whatever, which automatically, or like it's like that branch of the of the rock tree, yes. and it's like it automatically. I'm like, it puts itself, it 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 identifies itself as such, like immediately. Her whole vibe, like her whole like sort of rambling, like lyrical delivery, deadpan kind of thing, is like okay. It's hard for my brain to like get past the like. Is it uh, the, like the energy qualities of it? The the sort of like the drone. Yeah. Yeah, and the like, it's like it just sounds like Lou Reed. Like, I mean, it sounds like hey, but then, then, it was the other day, and I went out of it, you know, like it's got it's like the jangly sort of it's got a velvet underground vibe, like for yeah. sure. sure. Which I'm not saying I don't like it, I just it's just it's hard for me when I hear something so derivative. Mm-hmm. Of I wish a vibe, it's hard for me to get past that. It's just like it's hard mm-hmm. for me to be like, all right, and I probably would if I listened to it a bunch, but I'm you know. The first couple listens, it's like it's that it just kind of seems like that now. So that's one part of it. The other part of it is that I like it. Like I like, like I, I appreciate her um, person, like the personality in it. I like it's kind of funny. Like she's mm-hmm. kind of funny. You know what I mean? Not at a joke, not joke singing, but like you know, there's like some wit and like it's yeah. it's kind of it's just kind of I like it. You know what yeah. I mean? She's like, like lyrically, I think it's pretty cool. Like you know what I mean? I think um, and. Uh, but it's just hard for me to get past the like it's not new it's not new you know what i mean there's oh, nothing yeah. new about it like it no. doesn't and that's why yeah well we'll, we'll get to see. would you I, like it better if the guitars had fewer effects on them if it was because you could you could play that song as like a stripped down like you know stonesy sort of thing or whatever yeah, I don't, I don't know. Get... I mean, that doesn't really bother me that much. I mean, although I got to tell you, like, whenever something's so that is kind of part of it that adds to that aesthetic, that that mm-hmm. Bell Underground aesthetic, like real reverby, chimey, like whatever chorusy one thing you want to call it, it kind of muddies it. Sure, I mean that's kind of part of that. Would I like it more? I don't know. I don't know. Probably, yeah, I like everything more when it sounds like that, the Rolling Stones. You know yeah. What I mean? so, yeah. So I, I like Courtney Barnett. Like I listen to her stuff in general and i would say i i don't find this to be very representative of her overall songwriting i mean it is more dirgy than she normally does i think um okay. but i think it's it's i still think it's good but she's she definitely has like better like pop chops well, it's, I it's think, earlier like this is the, the one that first introduced me to her was that elevator operator song it's a great song that thing, i love that, that song sweet release oh, okay. that song kills mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. This is this is pretty early. Which this is the EP before the first record, right? 
I think so. Yeah, yeah. it was like a double EP, yeah. I think. It was she's, a she's sea cool. of split peas and something else. Right. I don't remember. She's cool. Like, she seems like a cool lady. She, you know, writes her own stuff. She plays guitar. She's got a good look. She's left-handed, you know. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, she is. You know, she's got a, she's got a you know, swagger to her. In with a different singer doing this same song, I think it'd be mm. a lot worse. I yeah, mean, this I think is she, the rock and roll thing where it's just like personality. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like where that, if like, she weren't Australian, I wouldn't like it as much. Like mm-hmm. if they, you know, the little details like instead of calling nine one one, they say she says call triple O or something like that, triple zero, uh, which I, okay. I assume is their version of nine one one. Yeah, yeah. there's enough of those little like. Oh, it's 40 degrees out. Oh, wait, no, that's hot. Okay. Yeah. That's really hot. That's it's, does, Yeah, there's a good line where she's talking about, like, the, the EMT thinks it's cool I play guitar, and I think it's mm-hmm. cool that she can save somebody's life. Like, yeah. 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 That's oh, real she's good. Like, yeah, her wordplay and her songs are – that's it's. she's pretty special at that, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's got some Tom McCartan interior rhyming going on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. That, that's the thing you do. A new man, Bojangles, and he dance. You know, like that's that's the thing that you you may not do it intentionally, Thomas. Oh yeah, I definitely don't do it intentionally. Yeah, but you, you do you do that very well. Oh, thank you. Oh, look at this! Look at this! Sweet release. Uh, so, Finn, what's the drug angle here? Like, do you, is there a story behind this song? Um, I don't. I don't think there's. I mean, the story really, I think, is a panic attack slash asthma attack. Um, waltzed gardening so i think her her i don't know it feels like she's on something though i thought she got too kinda, high or something she was peaking yeah it sounds like she's like on it's she says something about high street and like i'm heading down high street or andy's coming down high street and this and this and this but she does mention meth she also mentions pseudoephedrine yeah, which is right. just pseudofed i think um i'm pretty sure albuterol her inhaler of right. course, right. Yeah, lots of drugs, pretty then. heavy drugs and here. Then she says, yeah, because it's funny because I think I think it's pretty benign. Like, I think it's a legitimate medical thing, but she's she's doing like she says, yeah, I, I take a puff of albuterol, but I don't do it right. And then she says, I've never been good at smoking bongs, which yeah. I thought yeah. was a funny little. Oh, know, she she also mentions that another drug, uh, I guess, is this right? It has to be uh, she gets uh, shot with an adrenaline Right. So I don't know. It's just a nice little, maybe it's a garden of drugs that she's built for us because she's the avant gardener. Right. Well, the, the theme of the song wasn't illegal drugs. Yeah. The theme of the, the theme of, of the show. It's not illegal yeah. drugs. This is exactly. Drugs, man. We've got a whole spectrum here. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. There's not much to talk about left. I think about her. We don't know a lot about newer people. Uh, you know, we haven't seen decades go by and we can look mm-hmm. back at their funny, you know, costumes yeah. that they chose essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just go around and vote. I don't know. I feel like we're all pretty close to, unless somebody has something else they want to say about it. No, I'm good. Yeah. Let's do right. it. Justin. Sweet release. Love it. I think she's great. Aaron. Yeah, I think I think it's a given those choices it's a sweet release. Yep, I would listen to that again for sure. Tomas? Yeah, it's a rock block for me. And again, not because I don't like it or like think she's bad or anything like that. It's just doesn't it it's it's just pretty much something I've heard like a billion times and that's cool or whatever and that, but it's uh and I think that 
you know, kind of cock blocks rock and roll when people aren't doing, I got to doing like new stuff. We got a little pen on your arm. There's nothing like about it that I don't know. Just so I'm giving it a rock block. Got it. Um, for me, it's going to be a sweet release. Ow! Sweet release. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, I think that if you can do the Velvet Underground, you should definitely keep doing the Velvet Underground. Obviously, this song isn't that representative of her most of her work, but when you can do a song like this and people are like, hey, it sounds like the Velvet Underground or it has that feel, which is a hard... I think it's simple to do Velvet Underground music, but it's hard to cultivate mm. that feel, the feel of that song or the feel of the Velvet Underground. I say always keep doing that so it's a sweet release for me uh, she should just be in a velvet underground tribute band well i would say i listen to this over a lot the, uh, of velvet underground stuff like i can't sure. i can't listen to much velvet underground me it's, neither it's too much mm. or not enough i don't know but like halfway through sweet jane i'm like okay oh well yeah i mean that's yeah, like is, they got oh, some good, I, good poppy hits can i give a follow-up to last episode's uh something new Finn, there was yeah. some controversy about Mateel, I believe was the name of the, the artist, yeah. right? Uh, I did end up putting that on a mix. I just wanted you to know that. that okay. It's new, and I, yeah, I've, I've been listening to it. It's for good. Reels. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good. The rest it, of the record, mm, I don't know, yeah, but, it's, but that song. There's some, good. yeah. There is also a follow-up from the last episode that we we didn't really mention, but There She Goes <laughs> by The Laws is really mm-hmm. a drug song. I mean, that's what it's about. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, like, there, there she goes, goes off to rushing through my veins, or... blah, blah, blah. Okay. And okay. I just oh. can't. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a I drug guess reference. We, we should talk about how love is a drug, oh. right? I mean, love is really? a drug. Yeah. Spin, Spin that wheel. Oh, I didn't put my bet down and it's already spinning. Shit. Oh, crap. Ah, sorry. No more bets. Shit. So we got something borrowed and something blue left, and it is something borrowed. So we have, oh, God. We have Eric Clapton's uh, cover of Cocaine. The cover? Yep. That's from everybody's dad's favorite Axeman. It's everybody's <laughs> favorite Axeman, right? Oh, oh my gosh. Um, so, uh, this is a cover. Um, some people don't know that. It is, uh, I think J.J. Kale wrote yep. this song and did this song a year before Clap. J.J. Kale also did um, After Midnight that Eric Clapton also covered. So, essentially, Eric Clapton owes his career to J.J. Kale. Well, maybe, did he do, did he write Tulsa time? No, he didn't. No, never mind. But yeah, yeah, there's. Tulsa time? Clapton likes to mine that J.J. Kale vein for sure. Although I'm sure J.J. Kale's bank account does not complain about that. (laughs) Recently deceased J.J. Kale, I I don't know a lot about J.J. Kale other than. One of the cultivators of Tulsa sound. 
He yeah, did. He, uh, oh, call me the breeze is also a JJ song. Yeah. Yep. Yes, it is. Yeah, Skinner. Skinner did that. Mm. And his his versions, like I, I've gone back and listened to his versions, and they're not as good. Like the, <laughs> I'm not so surprised. <laughs> Looking at this guy, oh, yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. The people that cover him do, you know, it's it's a good cover. You know, sometimes someone covers something, you're like, why would you put that out? That's yeah. But no, I think they they improve on him. So what do we think about this lovely? I wonder what this song's about. What drug and, this song could be about? And I don't like this. And I'll tell yeah. you something else. I don't like Eric Clapton either. He does okay. not do it for me. Has never done it for me. I find yeah. the tone to be lackluster. I find the playing to be lackluster. I find his vocal delivery lackluster. He is a fucking zero for me. Okay. Yeah. See, I've I've always been a, a guy that has a soft spot for Clapton. I mean, I I will. St- if I'm having to make lists, a lot of times I'll put that Derek and the Dominos record as my number one. What I mean, is that, it, Aaron? Tell, tell me about, why, why do you like this? That, that record, well, have, you, have you heard that yeah, record? Yeah, I know that. Not, that's his, not that is his, heard, that's his not best. Not heard Layla, but the, the whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah, he is just, he's a maniac. He's in a frenzy on that record. He is in the throes of, of cocaine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah, of drugs and love and like he tracks about 28,000 guitar parts on keep on growing and they're all killer. And it's just like, yeah, that, that record is, is super high energy. Love Aaron, it. how do you feel about like the, the black suit, black Stratocaster era? Clap yeah. You know, like, glasses, short yeah. hair. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. What, what about the era where he was wearing uh, like dad denim and yeah. a silk shirt with a knitted vest over it? Oh. Short cut hair with like little monocle Wire glasses. Yeah. 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 I think if you're looking to Eric Clapton for anything cool, you are barking up the wrong tree, buddy. <laughs> I, uh, like, when I was going to add to this, one of my favorite classic rock things was cream i loved cream huge cream fan jack bruce was a bass playing hero of mine as a matter of fact you know got the <laughs> you know what i mean the ebo or you had an sg bass uh yeah it's, it's the it's an eb bass but sure um oh, that's sweet but they uh uh and it was huge like i was a huge fan i had all the records i like loved them and I look looking now like cream also kind of sucks. Like yeah. I'm not, a little bit. I mean, I'm, not yeah. a little bit. I'm not, I'm not going to go to bat for cream, but yeah. I was very young. I was young and I liked it mm-hmm. and they rocked and it was weird. And like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like white room rock, like Ginger yeah. Baker just died by the way. But, um, yeah. you know, like, and the stick with the records are fucking stupid, like whatever, but I was really into cream. And so, uh, it, Clapton was coming around doing, um, uh, On tour. No, this would have been in like 94, seven or eight okay was doing like uh was doing he was playing at the maybe something at the palace i think it was the palace mm-hmm. and um was really really excited so me and my friends got tickets because we were all like oh is he clapped and then like he came out and did like and i'm thinking to myself cream it's gonna be cream start to, <laughs> start to finish cream the whole time but what else would he play his other shit's bullshit you right. know what i mean right. cream and layla and that's all i need you know and he did like 
one cream he did like a white room with like the horn, like the 90 piece horn section uh, the biggest ooh. band i've ever seen like <laughs> you couldn't really tell like who's Super playing what guitar like you know what i mean it was just yeah, like yeah. this is terrible it was the it was pilgrim era i don't know if you're familiar with the yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah that's my yep. father's eyes right which is like one of the worst songs of all time and like I, I got that album when it came out because I was like in a big Clapton phase and like I was so mad. Yeah. I put it in my car on the drive home from Best Buy and was like, yep. all these all his electronic drums on everything. Uh-huh. Was this before or after this? Riding with the King? Before, right? Pre ride. It was right around the same time because BB King yeah. would have been a big. I also saw BB King right around that time mm, or whatever. Okay, okay. I was going down a dangerous path here, guys. But like, so you, were you into Johnny Lang? Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> lie to me. Um, <laughs> the other guitar over here is my '72 Thin Line, which is what Johnny Lang played, and yeah, I got oh, that around the same time. Yeah. But it's not. I didn't get it because of Johnny. Raise Lang. your but hand if you've I seen saw, Kenny Wayne in uh, in concert. <laughs> I saw him open for Dylan at <laughs> the auditorium before, like Time Out of Mind and stuff. Yeah. So he hadn't, which I think Time Out Johnny of Mind Lang was like or a, Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Kenny So here's here's the Kenny Wayne thing. I thought so I knew I didn't like Kenny Wayne at that point. But you know, it was Dylan at the auditorium and and he he hadn't I think I think Time Out of Mind was a comeback record for him. I don't know if yeah. that actually Everybody was Everybody thinks case, that they're but, wrong, but it's whatever. But yeah, so Kenny Wayne Shepherd's the opener and he's got he's not the singer, you right. know, at least at that point. And at one point on the last song and I can't imagine this is his idea. I hope not. He's playing guitar sort of at the front of the stage and they close the curtain on everyone else, like the band. Oh, the guy is still solo singing. spot. Okay. Like, <laughs> From behind the, the guy's curtain. still singing behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> the I band must... is still playing behind the curtain and Kenny Wayne is. It must have been right around the same time because I saw him at St. Andrews oh, and okay. they did the same thing. And I remember being like, fuck uh, this guy. Wow. Aaron, what do you mean it wasn't his idea? Who's else's idea would that be? <laughs> yeah. Don't you think like, he had handlers? <laughs> I mean, he was like, like was 17, like, which I guess makes it seem like it could have been his. But I, I think he must have had handlers. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Imagine, imagine that. Come on, black turds on the river. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if the curtains just close and I'm yeah. still in front? It's just me I'm still recycling playing. Stevie Ray Vaughan licks. Yeah. Plus, I think they might have been playing like Voodoo Child when I saw oh, him yeah, do yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. The Stevie Ray version of Voodoo Child. Yep. Yeah, yeah, right, yep. exactly. I saw Which him open for Van itself Halen. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, did you guys hear that Eddie Van Halen died? <laughs> did hear that. Say, wow. Did hear yeah. that. That app, is, that app is out there, right? Yeah, it's, it's I saw that there. was published, Justin. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I said some nice things about Eric Clapton on that episode. Some some very uh, gracious things. But now the gloves are off. I mean, the morning. I think all um, you said was, "Well, maybe he just hasn't heard yet." Or <laughs> 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 I was I was talking about his songwriting choices and how he's maintained a career. But now, but I just want to we did talk. I want to set that. the record straight and just say that I think it's he's not very good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So uh, people have called him Eric Crapton. And oh I yeah, it's Eric Crapton. That's Crapton yeah. is definitely something I've referred to him Our as. Friends, a lot of times. Are, are big into the Crapton name. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's yeah. hard to argue with 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 it. I mean, because it's like like what's good other than the. Yeah, I mean, Layla is incredible. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sure. And I and I, but wait, you know what? Is it the the piano player on that record? Oh sure. Who, yeah. Who, who, uh, who, who kill, killed his mom? With a, oh, with no, a that was butcher the knife? Dr- so mm. you had um, the drummer. Oh, I mix him up. Carl Radel was the 
Well, he's played. It's neither I here nor there, the but one, of, the, one yeah. of those guys killed his mom with the. Yeah, the drummer. The drummer did. Okay. Um, cocaine. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> cocaine. Well, cocaine. so with so with this song, like I I was just as I texted you guys last night. This record, as I was listening to the whole thing, I don't think I, I had it. But I was like, man, the the vibe on this. I didn't really, even want to dignify nice, that text vibe. with the response. Oh, yeah, of course on. it is. Yeah, it's a nice, like, his... A smooth, mellow vibe. But not, <laughs> just butter, not baby. Smooth, but, like, okay, so uh, another one off of this that I really like is Lay Down Sally. Oh, Lay like, Down Oh, just, my God. God. Minus. Like, he's, his rhythm play, he's got a couple different parts there just... Just in the pocket the whole time. Is this like Wonderful Tonight era too? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's on that record too. I can't stand his voice. So not wonderful. Can't stand his voice. Yeah, sorry to my high school girlfriend. He's just doing his thing. Yeah. Sorry to everybody's high school girlfriend. Oh my god, it's a tender song. Oh, that's the right word. I don't come to rock. For tender, yeah. you know, yeah, no, and it's so like it's, I don't want Eric Clapton's tenderness. Like it's just no, like, yeah. oh, oh, dude. Is Eric gross. Clapton just John Mayer before John Mayer? Is John Mayer Eric the new Eric Clapton? Where it's like, okay, they're proficient. They're you know they're considered good guitar players. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's derivative of the, yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but their voices are fucking horrible. Yeah, but I think John Mayer's got better. Melodies. John Mayer's got better guitar chops. I think. I think he could shred oh, God, harder. That's than, ridiculous. Uh, that's than Eric Clapton. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Eric Clapton's one of the greatest. One of the like greatest Mayer, guitar but... players of all time. Like, I mean, like he's like all. I mean, cat, sort he of was the greatest. Under, like for for what, under like six months or whatever. Like mm-hmm. he was like, understood to be like yeah. by people. I, I mean, I'm I know you know that he's always like in the top five list. Yeah, but that's, those those lists are bullshit though. I mean, well, he's I know, but to you they are right. But I'm it's saying that it's like it's 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 like there's got to be some way. I mean. John John Mayer is never on any of those lists, right? So it's like I, and he can I don't play. know, you like, know. John, yeah, no, John I'm Mayer can play. He's he is that. I feel like and that's a new thing. It's almost like um, it's so much harder to stand out as a as a musician these days because you you look at a guy like uh, oh the guy that does the Brad Paisley, mm-hmm. you know Brad oh, he Paisley. Shred. He can yeah. shred. shred. He sucks, but he can shred. <laughs> yeah, but he can shred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like there's. Yo, it's just not enough these days to like so many yeah. people can shred. I just and, think yeah. this that goes back to everybody's dad or what everybody was like 13 when those cream rep- records were coming out. And so they just, you know, they never heard anything like it or whatever. But he was a contemporary of Jimi Hendrix and Jimmy Page, both of whom are way better. I don't know. Page is Page is real hit or miss as far as like yeah. like I he's Hendrix I wonder if the percentage totally of, of shows where he plays his stuff. Like on on the right, like recorded parts, absolutely. But even some of the recordings, he fucks yeah. up though. Like, yeah, sure. like okay. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy. And that is one thing I will say a... for Eric Clapton. I don't think he's ever fucked up in his life on the guitar. He's <laughs> like that kind of player. You know what and I mean? He's Where, sober. Like, like I, yeah, you don't see videos of him just like, oh wow, he's lost it. He's it's like every it. note is like the note that he meant. It's very like safe. Like even when he's like yeah. shredding, it's like very yeah. like, oh, this it's is exactly what you should be doing or whatever. Right like, in the mayonnaise pocket. Yeah, there's <laughs> no, no there's, there's no danger at all. <laughs> yeah, no high wire. Is, yeah. he, is he at his coolest as a member of the Dirty Mac on the 
Rolling Stones Rock and Roll that, Circus. So that is pretty cool, actually. That's got to be movies. that's that's right between Cream and Derek and the Dominoes yeah. would have been like two years later, right? Seventy. This was sixty-eight. Was Rock and Roll Circus? Yeah, and Cream I think had broken up by then, maybe. Yeah, I think so. That so year, I don't know probably. what he was doing. Yeah. Yes, he had his coolest on "While My Guitar Gently Weeps." Like, no, why does George that, not play that solo? Isn't that cause embarrassing? Because he George also is not sucks. Very good yeah. guitar. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, he, I think like, it had something to do with Patty Boyd, incredible. right? They wanted to share, her and they just oh, figured and, and they did. I don't know. <laughs> and they did. Yeah. Yeah. No, they. Yeah, like that's that's always a weird one to me. Like that. Sure, it's a it's it's fine, but why couldn't you do that, George? Unpopular yeah, opinion. Uh, "While My Guitar Gently Weeps" is not a good song. Oh God, yeah. no! That no. is not. That no. is one of those ones I just I can't yeah. listen to it ever yeah, again. Who wants to hear this? George yeah. lit- literally crying in. Mm. <laughs> Nobody yeah. wants. Yeah, the curmudgeonly man of George Harrison. We don't need to hear his tears. No. Yep. Yeah. Um, solo ain't all that either. Speaking of Eric Clapton not being cool, <laughs> this song apparently is an anti-drug song. Yes. Yeah, it sounds um, like it. Yeah. And yeah, it sound. I don't know quite how it is an anti-drug song because the lyrics are so simplistic it's just like if you want to hang out you got to take her out cocaine um mm-hmm. but the sound of it the, the way he delivers it i don't want to take cocaine if it sounds that boring if i'm a, like you know a <laughs> yeah. teenager listening to this song i'm like yeah, cocaine, cocaine it doesn't sound like it really PSA. does yeah. much i don't did he record that vocal from bed i mean it sounds like <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah exactly called ludes yeah <laughs> <laughs> he always had that like thing where he I think he always he, had a cold or something right one and of the yeah, reasons that like, I was always sort of turned off to him once I got once I got a little older was like he always he always thought he was so fucking cool too you know what I mean like oh yeah I'm a blues oh, you think so? man I'm a blues man I love the blues man Those oh you. see I was you thinking I mean? it's like a low like I, I feel like he's always sort of felt like an outcast sort of guy. No, like, about the blues. no. And then when he's what? talking about like, like, because uh, you know the last Waltz stuff, and when he's talking about the band, he's like, oh, I heard the band, and they would like, it's like stepping out into the fresh air after being in a room full of smoke and incense, you know, like that kind of shit. Like, it was like, and I was really into the like roots. He was very like, I feel like he was always into whatever was like going on. Like he, he was in mm-hmm. all the psychedelia stuff with Cream, and then mm-hmm. with like. When like country rock became a thing, then he did Derek and the Dominoes, and then he like, yeah, you know, the Americana stuff, and he like sort of, I don't know, and then like he got he has no identity, yeah, yeah. In mm-hmm. 80s, he was like very 80s ish yeah. dude, and he did like the stuff with Babyface, and like, I don't know, yeah. just that's right, yeah. remember <laughs> like, Babyface, baby like, come on. You're like you're just kind of terrible, yeah. man. Like, I don't yeah, know. doesn't he look like the dad from like the 80s or 90s that would be like like the really pretentious dad that has it all together seemingly to everyone. And he's kind of that weird eighties, nineties rich where everything's contemporary, but he's like loses his temper. Yeah. He's got like really, on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he loses his temper really bad to in front of his kids. Like and it's Alex like P. Keaton's dad. Yes. Oh, he yeah. does. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. does. The beard. Michael Keaton, not Michael Keaton. Michael, <laughs> Michael Gross. It's Michael Gross. Yeah. Michael Gross. Was not Michael. Keaton. What was his Elise? And yeah, right. What's what his name? Elise Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like Clapton. It's not Michael. I gotta stop yeah, saying that. I know. I, I was I was having trouble with that, especially since we just watched Beetlejuice sure. the other night. But um, you said it once, by the yeah, way. Yeah, careful. Be careful here. Let's not. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like Clapton's had this 
career where he's just sort of, yeah, like he, he's just stayed somewhat boring, relevant, but not a Aaron, give me the argument for, for giving a shit about this guy. Like what is, give me, <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying, but as far as yeah. like, he's been able to, he's been able to have albums that sold and things like, like that for, you know, he's, he's able to do his, whatever his thing is, whether he likes it or not, I don't know exactly, but you know, it's, it's a long career of, commercial success i'm not saying that's a good thing necessarily i'm Would just you saying when you say that's largely based off of what he did in the 60s though he's oh it doesn't it doesn't hurt but i mean you have like no no offense but it van halen was not able to navigate that you know like they had they had a period of of that but sure you know, there's something like like that madonna deal where you know if that's if yeah again i don't i don't know that it's a good thing per se but What's it's, the Madonna it's just interesting deal? to note. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's oh, like the Madonna, Madonna was able to be, you know, she had decades of oh, yeah. putting out. Shapeshifters, chameleons. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I would consider Eric Clapton uh, soup. You know, it's like mm -hmm. it lasts forever. <laughs> it's, yeah. There's some sustenance there. You mm -hmm. know, it, it, there's water in there that you would need. Um, depending on the soup, there could be some nutrients. It doesn't taste that good, but it's going to get you through and you need it. Um, if you're having any kind of like bowel issues mm -hmm. uh, and you can have it as a child, you definitely need it as an adult uh, when you're older, you know. So I just look at it as soup. Well, so the, the one thing I say soul. in his defense, I think he enjoys playing what he plays. I mean, if you're doing it and people would pay, like if people would pay you to do that, that's how much reverb would. are you putting yeah, on you that would. dump yeah. mic? Yeah, that's well, that's fair. yeah. So like, I, th I think there, there are people who in their efforts to be commercial successes, they hate it. It's like, it's like work, you know, and I'm sure there's aspects of work, but I think, I think he, he's at that point where he can play with the people he wants to play with. Like he can, you know, I'm going to go play with this. There's some jazz trio he was playing with for a year or two. Like he can, he can do oh, that. Oh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah. He gets to do what he wants to do. I'm going to do, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do this big tour and Derek trucks is going to play guitar with me. Like, he can better guitar he can another, just do he can another just do guy who has just made a career out of just basically being somebody else i don't know derek trucks can play i derek don't yeah, he can play. I don't he can, argue he can play enough that i don't I argue with that about him there are a, a lot of people that can play guitar there name two people that are playing right now that you actually care about their guitar playing so I, I don't, I mean, zero people. Right. I, I actually care about his guitar playing. I don't yeah, care but about can, his music yeah. or songwriting, but like his band, they're competent, they're fine, but he's one of the very few people who I'm, I'm actually like, wow, that guy is doing something that sounds new and interesting and I want to learn more about it. Mm. I you should check out. Last you, should, time. you should check out some of those Almond Brothers records then. <laughs> no, but he's doing more. Like I, I have been a lot recently. Yeah, it's. I, I won't bore you with that. But yes. he's playing. He's playing Almond Brothers stuff, but with one of those amps that you can do all the modeling, the amp modeling on it. They got all the effects <laughs> built in. I don't. Know, he's doing. He's doing some different level stuff. He just is. He's got tasty yeah. licks. He's good. Sure. So is Eric Clapton. 
Yeah, you can then. No, like you don't think Eric Clapton has any tasty legs? I don't I think, think he's Eric got one tasty leg. New ground these days. I think huh? Derek Trucks is doing stuff that people have not done with the mm. slide guitar mm. in a good way, not like a Ingway Malmsteen sort of. <laughs> What's he playing with his balls? Fucking <laughs> flight of the bumblebee. He's not even using much. It's just, it's just like he's not playing with his balls. Straight into the amp and. Yeah, like he he does stuff that I'm like, wow, that I don't want to like this, but I can't stop watching because I'm curious about what he's going to do. Mm. And that's a that's a really like I don't care about people being good guitar players, you know. Sounds like you do a lot. I, it surprised <laughs> talked me. Talked about it for <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah, it surprised Straight. me too. Like I'm still watching this, and I'm curious to see what he's going to do still. And yeah. What's he going to do? Right. What's he doing? Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, okay. All right. Eric Clapton, anything else to say about the Crapton? No. Nope. All right. Let's vote. Who wants to pop up and give their opinion? This is definitely a rock block. All hard, right. Hard rock block. Acknowledge him as a legend, sure. At least for Cream. We'll give him Cream. But this is no good. I don't ever want to listen to this. Yeah, it's 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 rock black. I would. I mean, oh, there's times pussy. where I would potentially <laughs> listen to it, but it's it's a soft rock black. But yeah, it's it's a rock black. There's there's better. Yes, there's it so is much definitely. Music. Yeah, it's a rock block. It's an easy rock block. Aircrafting. See ya. By this nickname, we should get this nickname started. This is good. Oh, Aircraft. This yeah. has been around forever. Yeah, I this know. Is not- <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I see. That's the deal. All right. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. All right. This is so- a time change between Justin and us. We're catching up. <laughs> all right. Let's spin the wheel. We got one last category. What's left? All right. All right. All right. Something blue. Hmm. Wait. Hello. Do we have to spin the wheel? Oh. No. <laughs> We can spin it. Spin it oh. just for good measure. Spin it. Okay. Right. Oh, yep. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good spin. It's something, something blue. Right. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and it's going to be uh, off the 1995 album Home. We have Breakfast at Tiffany's from Deep Blue Something. You'll say. Got nothing in common, no common ground to start from, and we're falling apart. You'll say the world has come between us, our lives have come between us. Still, I know you just don't care. What about breakfast to Tiffany? She said, I think I remember the film. And as I recall, I think we both kind of liked it. And I said, well, that's the one thing we got. All right. So you may be asking yourselves at home, what? 
the heck does that have to do with drugs or a drug reference? Well, we've had songs that directly reference the drug the person was on, um, their experiences with drugs, just saying a drug name, anti-drug. This song's a little, an- I have a little antidote for this song. Mm. I, growing oh. up, there was an inordinate amount of times that I was in a dentist or orthodontist chair when this song was playing and I was under the influence of some sort of drug, uh, Novocaine or uh, nitrous oxide right before, you know, getting my wisdom teeth out. I would say at least six or seven times. Whoa. Yeah. Why? So my whole thing here is, what does that mean? And and we can talk about the song a little bit too, but. I'm going to take it from this angle, from okay. this side. I think they that song might in it of itself, because it's so benign, maybe it has its own sort of... Illusions and to drugs? Or, it, no, it oh. makes... They play it in the dentist's office because oh. they're like, this song makes people like lose all feeling. In That's their, what I... Yeah. Yep, so right? Relaxing. I started thinking that. So it just... It's like you... It's like... Uh, Counting it's like, backwards, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Or it's like... um. Uh, yeah, it's like counting. Yeah, exactly. Counting backwards. Play this song. People just like go into an altered state. It's like a right. what's that thing when the oh, you get your uh, own when you go om om meditation om yeah like but you you pick your yeah. syllables or whatever. This whole mm. song is just that. Yeah. that. Yeah. Oh. It plays on your brain and you just shut down because it's so boring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I think it's it's so interesting. Like when I was listening to it trying to figure out, you know, before I did my homework, if you haven't, if you've already looked them up, don't answer, but where do you think this band is from? If you were going to, that's a good listen. question. I yeah, was going to get to that. Great. I question. would say they're like, uh, maybe like North of England. Mm-hmm. I, th- I yeah, was thinking okay. British too, because they j- it seems so foreign to what was going on in. Well, that's something sounds yeah, kind of like, 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 proclaimers or something. Yeah, like yeah. A, hint of, a dash of proclaimers. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking they like these guys are trying to be the bare naked ladies, like the way they're. I could go Canada. Canada. Yeah, definitely could see a little Canadian it's vibe real there. Soft. Yeah, then you then you want to let them know, or do you? You, did you, look you it go up? for it because you post a question. Denton, Texas. Texas. Denton, Texas, home of North Texas University. These are Texans. Really? Right? Not that's something weird. I mean, I didn't I didn't think drugs were involved. I didn't think the book or film Breakfast at Tiffany's would have reached Texas even now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not allowed in across the borders, you know. Well, Well, there's like a supernatural connection between Denton for Denton, Texas, though, as well, if we're thinking about these people being able to induce altered states of consciousness through their music and not sounding like they come from Denton, Texas. There's obviously something going on. Denton, Texas is where the wedding in Rocky Horror Picture Show takes place. Oh. And all of the all of the people who they then later on meet at the castle are at the wedding. So they get campy in Texas then. Denton City Limits. They, they get, yeah. I mean, Denton, Texas is also the home of the original band, The Killers, which was the greatest death battle band out of Denton. Oh, and Slobberbone. Did you guys go see Slobberbone with me at uh, the Elbow Room? Didn't we play with them? Did we, we open for them? Uh, the 
Yeah, we'll come. We'll circle back. Yeah, to this. yeah. Well, no, we, we, we they they did they did that record store across the street. They did like an inch store. Yeah, and a porch sleeper opened for them. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, they played at the elbow room, and it was it was pretty killer. Yeah, yeah. So I want to go back to kind of Tom, what road you were going down the, or like, let's talk about that regional thing. Like Texas isn't even a, Hey, I'm in like the Midwest or I'm somewhere. There's a definite accent that you would have probably from Texas growing up in Texas. And then to translate that and what comes through you in music is to sound British or kind of Scottish. But I think that's something that's been happening in popular music forever. Where like people, I hate it. And so people like to sound like the music that they like. So I bet these boneheads were really into like new wave, like the cure and like Duran Duran and stuff like that. And so they were like, and they were, uh, and they probably sang with British accents because they were little Nancy boys. BNL. Like it's Ben. I think there's a little bit of that too. This is probably before that one, but... Oh, yeah, totally. This is 95, right? 95, yep. My sister had this on CD single. Oh, oh wow. Okay. And okay. so we... I had to hear it a lot growing <laughs> up. Yeah. And uh, so I just... I, I can't... And it's one, it's one of those songs that uh, that it's got... I can't think of another song, but I know there are other songs like this because it, it, it rings true for me where... He's just saying, like in the chorus, he's just like saying it's just so literal. Where it's like, yeah, I'm just explaining what happened, and, and he says the word. He uses the pronoun "I" like 50 times in a row. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said I saw, and I think I we <laughs> both kind of liked it, and then we went to the car and got in our car and drove home, and then I went to bed, and then I woke up, and just like this litany of like things. It's like this isn't show. You know, they, they, one of the things they talk about when you're, when you're crafting a, a, a narrative piece of like work, it's like, don't tell me, show me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So deep blue something, show me. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> deep blue some story. Literally tell story. me the fucking conversation you had with this person about this movie. I mean, yeah. there's got to be a more artistic way to it's explain like, it. You think it's more like shallow blue something? <laughs> you got him the one redeeming thing about this song for me and it's it's i mean it's this this goes back to what you guys were saying about maybe what they were listening to is that the little chiming guitar part I'm like oh that's actually sort of sure. cool <sighs> i mean it is, so it's it's memorable is, is the thing with this song because you know so it ha- there has to be something to the melody or those guitar parts because like we all know it like yeah it's, we've it's, been, well, it's it's a hook. Yeah. And we've yeah, it's, no, it's right. popped you're up right. on this show multiple times, I think. We've referenced <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> at Tiffany's. So it's it is a uh melodically a, a touchstone, but it's just uh, you know, his voice and the lyrics just uh like nullify anything good about you know, you know, because the guitars are okay. They sound like pretty run of the bill nineteen ninety five guitars, so you know. 90s. Uh, yeah, it's one of those songs that you just heard all like it was just on all the time. Like yeah. you just it was like background music. You know Dentist, what I mean? Malls. Yep. Yeah, just it was just contemporary. Yeah. It was always on the radio, it was always on MTV. It was yeah. like you didn't you weren't nobody so, cool was in you couldn't deep blue something the was video? like Yeah. Was, it, was there a video? I don't know. I I feel like I'm sure there it. was. It probably sure. was like a move there was probably like them out playing. Yeah, like just like a, a mark or something. A 90s must have been video. Black or white somewhere. 
but mm-hmm. nobody it's like they weren't a band that you could like be into because this was the only they're just like a, one of those one hit wonder like yeah. pop factory bands like there was no like you weren't getting that oh, you get that deep blue something record yeah. you know what i mean it was <laughs> like that you know like well, how are they, they gonna next? follow this up yeah yeah so that is this just like oral fluoride like are they a band that was created to just essentially be a, an anesthetic or a, a fluoride for the people you know it wasn't totally and it's that kind of thing. Lose something and it uh. just kind of there's nothing nobody can remember anything except for so that they kind of liked blue, it just like the something, something i guess yeah something. I, I was reading like about this, them oh, sorry god no i was just gonna say i was reading that their their follow-up didn't do so well and there's like problems oh, well, but, but the part that got me was the article said that they were on interscope at that point and that uh, interscope decided to focus more attention on bands uh, like limp biscuit yeah i was gonna say interscope <laughs> yeah that's really scary deep blue something like i thanks interscope you know, it's hmm. six of one half dozen of the other hmm. So, yeah. in, so how it was just totally random that you ended up getting dental work done to this song every time, or what? Yeah, why were you getting so much dental work done in 1995? Well, I mean, grill looks great. You look great. Yeah. Yeah. Like that—that's a winning smile. So, 1995, the year came out. That was right before I'm about to get braces. Right. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to be in the dentist office a lot. Yeah. Yep. Spent a lot of time in the seat and painful stuff. Anyone who's at braces, you go in periodically to get them tightened. It's painful. Yeah, it sucks. It's worst. the worst. Um, so this song would be on and it was always on during painful procedures. And then later when I had to get my wisdom teeth on, it started playing and it almost like gave me like a panic attack because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> just, just crap. With like, yeah, yeah. it's like a uh, clockwork orange. Exactly. But then I took some ease in going, hey, this has worked out before. I think it's going to deeply something. We're going to do this together. We got this. So yeah. this is like in Inception when Leo spins that top or whatever. Yeah, this, this is my, to, yeah, this is your yep. anchor. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. DS, wait, D blue, D, DBS. So yeah, DBS. Do we uh, know anything more about what the song is actually about? I did not bother to look up the lyrics. Uh, well, that's one of the things where it's like you, uh, I mean, yeah, it's just, I, my take is that it's just like a guy and a girl who bonded over the movie Breakfast with Tiffany. Which I sign right there because that is not a good movie, and I like. I don't know. I never saw that. It's not. So it's no good. Here's Whatever. here's a little background for you, Justin. But, yeah. Apparently, that he wanted to do the song. Like the song originally was about, which I I haven't seen. Roman this Holiday. Forever. Yeah, Roman, Roman Holiday. Holiday yep. Oh, was it really? What? Yeah, really? it was about Roman yeah. Holiday. But he thought Breakfast at Tiffany's lyrically yeah. flowed better. Well, and also, I mean, it's like writing a song about Santa Claus. Like, it's like a cultural touch point for <laughs> yeah. everybody. So yeah. it's like, it's so, it's so pandering. It's like, you know, I, it's like Cheeseburger in Paradise. Everybody loves Cheeseburger. Nobody would care about that song mm-hmm. if it was about, like, you know, Chicken Club in Paradise. I mean, it's like, <laughs> you... You know what I'm I saying? Think about I mean, how like, many people loved the song. It was a massive hit. I know, got, like, but to I think number five. But I think if it was, if it wasn't called "Breakfast at Tiffany's," like it would never have been. Mm, like you it. just replaced that phrase "Breakfast at Tiffany's" with something else. Like it never would have been as big yeah. as they it was. The they borrowed the cachet like, of a, a well known quantity. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Smart. Yeah. Smart marketing. <laughs> I guess so. It's like. Yeah, I mean, it is. I guess. slap yeah. the name on it and say, yeah. "Hey, how many searches can I get if I if I yeah. put my little video up and it's just Britney Spears losing her mind again?" Everyone's checking it out. Yeah, 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're not checking it out. I'm checking it out. Yeah. Deep Blue Something. Oh, by the way, I think there's a brother band. The, the Pipes oh, brothers, oh, Todd wow. and uh, Toby Pipes. Just oh, to, shut uh, up. Yeah. It's not Todd and Toby Pipes. Todd Pipes. <laughs> yep. Fuck me. That's sketch yep. comedy. And the bass player is the lead singer. So Interesting. Yeah. Another one of those bands. Nice. Todd and Toby Pipes. The way it should be, right, Thomas? Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like the police. The, the Thin Lizzy model, yeah. Ooh. Yep. All right. So Deep Blue Something, I think we've said all we can say about <laughs> them. So uh, let's let's go around. <laughs> And uh, vote. Block it. Rock, rock block it. Get it out of here. Well, hmm, I'm going to court a little controversy here. Uh-oh. And actually, based on all the things we've discussed, yeah, it's a total fucking rock block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to just play that role of the controversial guy. But. Yeah. I want to... Part of me wants to sweet release it because of how, like, much it... How... how against all odds this song was super popular like it had nothing going like that's pretty amazing you know what i mean it's a powerful message to young musicians makes me want to kind of sweet release it but yeah you know what against all odds (laughs) deep blue something (laughs) breakfast at tiffany's is a sweet release because of all right you can't take it back i'm not going to take it back and just i mean sweet release the rembrandts while you're at it jesus the free-for-all oh man that's see that but that's a no i can't take it back i know i'm scared <laughs> you you it. it's All so right, it's bad a... <laughs> it's so bad and like i've always hated it yet always been sort of strangely drawn to it it's intriguing something about it that it's like it's it's greater it's greater than the sum of its parts it's got some sort of energy <laughs> it's addictive because it's a drug yeah there you go it's a fucking drug but it's yeah. still a rock block rock block even though you know it's not good for you. Yep, you but, still uh, do Thomas. it to yourself, but it is a rock block. Keep it in your pants, Deep Blue Something. <laughs> All right, so uh, to do recap, we have uh, two sweet releases, and I think the last two were rock blocks. Is that correct? Yeah, that, yes. is, yeah. that is correct. Yep. Wow. Cocaine and uh, Deep Blue Something. Get out of here with Oof. your crap. So that's, uh, do we have anything else that we want to say? Anyone want to give a shout out or a uh, RIP to Van Halen again? Uh, I just think it's such a pleasure to, to be involved in this with you guys. Oh, nice. It is a good I wish time. we could say the same, Aaron. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. At least I got one in. <laughs> all right. Remember to check us out on all things Sauropod. Uh, yes. We love you. Love it. We will see you soon. Rock by. Goodbye.